This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host Meryl Vandermerva and today we are looking at free website creation tools in episode 51. Just want to remind you again that any of the website tools that I mention, you can find those links to them in our show notes. So if you don't have any way to make notes as you're listening, don't worry, we have show notes. You can find those at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com look for episode 51. I also just want to remind you at the start that if you want to come and share what your children do, if uh, they actually use some of these tools that I mentioned, I'd love to see them. We do have a Facebook group. The link to that will also be in the show notes or you can go on to Facebook and look for the Homeschooling with Technology community. So let's just take a look first of all as to why you may want to encourage your children to actually learn to create a website. Well, firstly, I'd say it's a useful skill to have. There are going to be many occasions when they may want to throw up a quick website or they may be um, helping somebody else out who has a website. Maybe it's the job that they have. Maybe it's a way to make extra money. It's just a skill that you are likely to use at some point in time over the next couple of years. And so the earlier you learn to use it, the better. Secondly, you could use knowledge to actually get community service. So it could be one of those ways when um, you can help somebody else out. And of course, as all those of you who might have children um, in high school know, community service is something that colleges and scholarships are looking for. So perhaps you create a website for your 4-H group or your Lego League team, or even your homeschool support group. Another way you could do it um, is you could perhaps be starting a business or your child could start a business. So if you're starting the business, you could get them to create the website for you. Or if they're making their own business, and you can go back and listen to our podcast on how teens can do that, then they may want to actually be able to put up a, um, a quick website to talk about what they are offering. And these free tools are just the way to go when they don't want to spend any extra money on website creation. Fourthly, a website is a great way to create a digital portfolio. Now, there are some websites that are designed to be um, digital portfolios for students, and I'll probably talk about those at some point on this podcast. But you could just use any of these free website creation tools. I know um, my one son definitely created a portfolio. He was a photographer, and while he was in school, he did have a lot of that all on a website so he could point people to that as he was uh, trying to get scholarships and um, get into colleges. And the last reason you might want to teach your kids to use uh, free website creation tools is it's a way that they can share what they are learning in their subjects at school. Instead of getting them to write a big report 
or to make a big poster board, you could do it digitally and get them to create all of that and put it on a website where it could be a mixture of text and graphics, maybe even a little bit interactive. And so they can use techie skills and at the same time be doing a research project. And it's an easy way for them to share that project in a uh, much more engaging fashion. If your child creates a website about Henry VIII, take an example, you know, you can send that link to family and friends and they can have a look at it and your child will seal the hits and it'll be fun for them to get that kind of feedback. So now that I've given you some reasons for using these tools, I'm going to just go over five tools that I have used and give you what I think are the positive and negative points. And then you can go away and um, get your children to try some of these. So the first one is Weebly. I got to know Weebly fairly well because my children did National History Day and for that competition, you, which I talk about actually, I just realized it was one of my very first episodes, you can go back and listen to that one, but you, um, one of the options is to create a website with the research and they use Weebly. Um, so I have had first hand experience of this one. If you create Weebly just your child goes and creates a website with it. The URL looks pretty good. You'll have the name of the site .weebly.com. So for instance, if it was my site, it would be fundafunder.weebly.com. Weebly has unlimited bandwidth free for everybody. So Weebly as most of these things have a free and a paid version. And this is one of the nice things about Weebly's free version is that your child might go viral, ha ha, but who knows, and get lots of hits. It won't suddenly start charging them if they're on Weebly. Of course, the negative thing, and this applies to every one of the ones I'm going to mention apart from one, is that you are going to get ads. And Weebly has a big ad on the right-hand side, I think it is, if you're using their free version, because there really isn't usually not anything that's really free, as we all know. It is easy to learn to use. I do remember that there are a limited number of pages. I think if you're doing um, National History Day, you get any amount. But we used it for our first Lego League team. Um, they used Weebly and I feel like we could only create five new pages. But still for a, for a school project, that is probably sufficient. You can monetize it in the form of that you can add PayPal to it. There's a button and so you can actually sell something directly off it. So if your child wants to use it for a business, that is possible. Even if it's a donation PayPal button, if it's for a, um, a non-profit. So that's Weebly. Next, we're going to move on to Strikingly. And that's at Weebly.com, Strikingly.com. Again, nice URL. It would look like fundafunder.strikingly.com. So your site named is Strikingly.com really fast to create. This is probably the one that you can throw up a website the fastest with. It was designed to be a one page website, uh, a creator for one page website. Now you can have more than one pages, but it's one of those that scrolls really nicely. And so you can, even as you click, it will just jump to the right point as you're scrolling down. It's pretty, it's modern. I think that's why I like it. So if you just want something fairly straightforward, particularly, I know I've used it at one point, we had a little one for our Science Olympia team, and that's what I used to create it because it was just quick and easy. Number three is Google Sites. This is the least pretty, and it has the clunkiest URL. Literally, it is sites.google.com slash view slash, and then whatever, like slash funder funder. So it's a bit of a mouthful. 
but it is completely, completely free. There is no paid version at all. You cannot pay for it even if you want it. You don't have a lot of choice of templates. Pretty much there is one with, I think, six slight variations on it, but you have no ads. So for a free thing to have no ads, that is a big deal. You can't sell anything on it either. However, it does easily integrate with the Google suite of apps. So if you're wanting to add Google Calendar, Google Forms, etc. on it, it works really well. I use it for the digital breakouts. So if you've bought um, any of the Funder Funder digital breakouts, you will have seen my two Google sites that I created. It is very easy to use. It's intuitive. Um, I do need to integrate Google Forms because that's where the locks come in for the breakouts. And so it, it, it is something that, you know, if your kids don't worry too much about the aesthetics of it, Google Sites is the way to go. No ads, as I said, really good. Then there's Wix. This is the least favorite for me at Wix.com of all of these options, but many people do like it. And if you're wanting to transition from a free to a paid one, Wix is is fairly popular as a uh, a website tool for professional people and for businesses. It also has a clunky URL, so it would be it actually is your username dot slash funder funder whatever your site name is. So it's it's a little worse I think even than than Google Sites. Of all the free tools, it has the most limited bandwidth. That means that you have to kind of be careful as to how big you're making your pictures and things and how many visitors you're getting on your website. So take a look at it. As I said, people like it. I always just found it difficult to use. I guess it just never gelled well with me. The last one I want to mention here is WordPress.com. Now, don't confuse this with WordPress.org. My website, where the show host, where the um, show notes are found, that one too, all of those are on WordPress.org. That is where people are um, hosting their website somewhere else, and they're using the free tool of WordPress.org to actually blog and create the website. WordPress.com, though, is one that is um, self; it is hosted, so you would get a URL like funderfunder.wordpress.com. Uh, the negative with it is that the ads show up in random places. So all the rest of them, you know where the ads are and you can plan the rest of your website around it. Whereas WordPress, they just kind of appear. Um, one of the reasons why it is useful to use it is that the interface is very similar to WordPress.org. And many places use WordPress.org, as I said, to actually be the, the back engine to their website or their blog. So if your child does learn to use WordPress.com and then they decide to actually have a self-hosted proper website, um, you know, with a proper URL, etc., then they, they will know a lot already as to how to use WordPress.org. Or again, if they're working for somebody that's using that. So there is that. The other negative about WordPress.com is that you can't have any affiliate links on it. You you can you just basically are using it um, to display information. So students who want to start their own blog, that is a good place. I just actually seen one of my old students who now works for me as a teaching assistant. She's just had a starter blog. She's at college now, and she had a starter blog as part of her class. 
So there are five different options. All of these are fairly easy to use and to learn to use. You can just use the help or find videos um, online. But if your child does do better in actually being taught things, if they're from seventh grade and up, you can consider, consider enrolling them in Funder Funder's computer applications class. One of the things we do cover are some of these free tools. They actually do create websites. They do it together with um, some of the students that were in the class with them. So they do it as a collaborative venture. Both Google Sites, which we don't do collaboratively, but also um, Weebly make it easy for you to actually collaborate with other people and all be working on the same site at the same time. So just do take a look at our class and that might be something that you want to enroll them for in the future because we do integrate those skills into that class. But you don't need to, you could do it on your own. That brings us to the end of another episode. Thanks again for listening. Do encourage you again if you haven't, would just love a quick rating. Just go on to um, the Apple Podcasts app or go on to Stitcher and leave us a quick rating and review. It would much appreciate it. See you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.